Happy Friday and welcome back to the Divine Discourse. I'm your host, Arcadia, and this is the 12th episode of my podcast talking about all things concerning religion. In this episode, I'll be talking about the evil eye symbol, its origins, what it symbolizes, and why so many people wear it today. Stay tuned. The belief in the evil eye, a concept rooted in the idea that malevolent gazes can bring misfortune or harm to individuals, is a prevalent superstition found in diverse cultures around the world. The origins of the evil eye belief are ancient and shrouded in the mists of history. This episode aims to explore the early adopters of the evil eye belief and the reasons behind its emergence in human culture. The earliest documented records of the evil eye belief can be traced back to ancient Mesopotamia, dating to around 3000 BC. In these early civilizations, it was believed that certain individuals possessed the power to cast curses through their envious glances. This region was characterized by a complex interplay of polytheistic religions, magic, and mysticism. The evil eye was considered one of the malevolent forces that can inflict suffering, illness, or calamity on those who attracted the attention of the envious person. To counteract the effects of the evil eye, Mesopotamians developed various protective measures, including amulets and incantations. Amulets, often in the form of charms, were worn by individuals to shield themselves from the malevolent influence of the envious cases. These amulets featured symbols and inscriptions believed to repel or deflect the negative energy. In addition to amulets, Mesopotamians relied on magical rituals and spells performed by priests or individuals skilled in the art of protection. These rituals often involved recitation of incantations and the use of symbolic objects to ward off evil forces, including the evil eye. Mesopotamian deities were also invoked for protection against the evil eye. Gods and goddesses associated with healing and protection, such as Shamash, the sun god, and Ishtar, the goddess of love and war, were believed to offer safeguarding powers against malevolent influences. The concept of the evil eye also played a significant role in the mythology of ancient Greece and Rome. In Greek, the term Oscania was used to describe the evil eye. In Latin, they use the word molochio. Philosophers like Plutarch wrote about its harmful effects contributing to its prevalence in Hellenistic culture. The evil eye in ancient Rome was perceived as a malevolent gaze or stare capable of bringing harm, illness, or misfortune to the person, property, or livestock it was cast upon. This belief was often associated with envy, as it was believed that those who coveted another success or possessions could inadvertently cast the evil eye. Roman deities were involved to seek protection were invoked to seek protection from the evil eye. Deities associated with healing and protection, such as Apollo, Diana, and Venus, were often revered as and besieged for safeguarding individuals and their possessions from malevolent influences. The concept of the evil eye also adapted and merged with Roman Christianity as the empire engraged Christianity in the later centuries. Elements of the belief in the evil eye can still be found in some modern Christian practices, such as the use of holy water for protection. The concept of the evil eye is also mentioned in the Quran, the holy book of Islam. Surah al-Falaq and Surah al-Nas contain verses that serve as protective prayers against the evil eye and other harmful influences. These verses emphasize seeking refuge in Allah from the envy and malevolence of others. The Hadith, a collection of sayings and actions of the Prophet Muhammad, provides further insight into the concept of the evil eye in Islamic belief. Hadiths describe the Prophet's guidance on how to protect oneself and others from the evil eye, including the recitation of specific supplications and the use of protective practices. 
Islamic belief in the evil eye is rooted, is rooted in the idea that the malevolent gaze of envious individuals can bring harm, misfortune, or illness to those it falls upon. Envy, or hasad, is considered a dangerous spiritual and psychological force, and the evil eye is seen as an expression of this envy. To protect against the evil eye, Muslims also often use various talismans and amulets. The nazar, or blue and white eye-shaped amulet, is commonly employed in many Islamic cultures. Other charms and inscriptions from the Quran or Hadith are also used to ward off the malevolent influence. The evil eye symbol is often incorporated into home decor. People hang evil eye talismans on their doors, windows, or inside their homes to protect their living spaces from harmful influences. Additionally, evil eye themed home goods such as decorative plates, wall hangings, and lamps are used to add a touch of protection and tradition to interior design. In some cultures, especially in the Mediterranean and Middle East, protective rituals and practices against the evil eyes are still performed. These may include traditional ceremonies for newborns, brides, or individuals who have experienced misfortunes. During these rituals, prayers, incantations, and symbolic gestures are used to safeguard against the malevolent gaze. In the modern world, the concept of the evil eye has adapted to contemporary contexts. Some people may use smartphone apps or digital representations of the evil eye as a form of protection, combining traditional beliefs with technology. The evil eye has gained international popularity and recognition. It is no longer limited to its regions of origin, but is widely available and recognized worldwide. This globalization has led to commercialization of the evil eye symbol, with its use in various consumer products and the souvenir industry. One of the primary issues with the commercialization of the evil eye is the appropriation of a sacred symbol or belief from its cultural context. When the evil eye is used without understanding or respect for its cultural significance, it can lead to misrepresentation and misinterpretation and even perpetuate stereotypes and misconceptions. In the process of mass production and commercialization, the authentic meaning and cultural significance of the evil eye may be diluted or lost. It becomes reduced to a mere fashion statement or decorative item striped of its historical and spiritual depth. The negative commercialization of the evil eye can involve the exploitation of traditional artisans and crafters. When traditional designs are mass-produced, often in cheaper labor markets, it can lead to the undercompensation of the communities responsible for its creation. The importance of the evil eye comes down to individual beliefs. Some people strongly believe in its protective qualities and take measures to ward off its effect, while others may view it as a symbol of tradition and cultural heritage without attaching deep belief in its supernatural powers. The last thing I'll be talking about in this episode is witches using the evil eye. Witches are often portrayed as individuals who can harness the power of the evil eye, but it's important to note that not all witches are associated with malevolence. Some witches use the concept of the evil eye in both positive and negative ways depending on their intentions and beliefs. Some witches use divination techniques such as scrying or tarot cards to detect whether someone is under the influence of the evil eye. They may offer guidance or spells to counteract the negative effects. Witches can cast spells to counteract the evil eye's effects. These spells might involve cleansing rituals, protective charms, or rituals to reflect the negative energy back to the sender. Witches may perform spiritual cleansing rituals to remove the effects of the evil eye from an individual or their surroundings. This can involve the use of herbs, candles, or other magical tools. In some cases, witches may use their skills to bind or banish the negative energy of the evil eye. This can involve creating protective barriers or redirecting the harmful energy away from the affected person. 
In summary, the backstory of the Evil Eye is a tale of ancient beliefs, cultural traditions, and superstitions that have persisted for millennia. It has evolved and adapted across different cultures and continues to be a prominent aspect of daily life in many regions, serving as both a symbol of protection and a way to explain the unexplained misfortunes that befall individuals and communities. Whether it's viewed as a mystical force or a psychological explanation, the Evil Eye remains a fascinating and enduring concept in the realm of folklore and superstition. Thank you for listening to episode 12 of the Divine Discourse. Join me again next Friday for episode 13, where I'll be talking about Sikhism. Don't forget to follow my Instagram at the Divine Discourse for updates on when I'm dropping a new episode. Also, make sure to message me about any religions or things concerning religion you want to make sure I cover. As always, the links of my research are in the description of the episode if you want to do any further research yourself. Until next time.